I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 206 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. We are going to get in there and get our hands dirty with a dad who builds custom cars from the ground up. He is the host of Toy Makers on History Channel. David Antkin will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. If you guys are following me over on social media, then you have already seen my special guest announcement for Memorial Day. I will be joined here by Larry Brown, who is the father of SEAL Team 6 legend Adam Brown, who was killed in action back on March 17th of 2010. Larry himself is a Vietnam veteran, and I am extremely honored to have the opportunity to speak with him on the show. So please lock it into First Class Fatherhood on Memorial Day because it is going to be an awesome show. Tomorrow, of course, will be a Frogman Friday. I will be joined here by former Navy SEAL Dan Luna. More announcements will be made on my Instagram feed later today at Alec underscore Lace uh, to give you all of next week's lineup. So please be sure you're following me over there. Yesterday was the end of year class party for my daughter's pre-K class, and I had so much fun being a class parent this year. Uh, yesterday, I was able to join in all the action. We played some uh, old school games outside on what was just a beautiful sunny day. The other class parent, a mom named Erin, really did such an awesome job of setting everything up as she did really all year long. She's on top of her game there, really made things easy for me to just kind of show up and have fun with the kids. And yesterday, we played the old potato sack race. We had the three-legged race. We did a tug of war, and we topped it all off with a good old-fashioned water balloon fight. And the kids really had a blast, and it's hard to believe that this is the last time any of my children will be in pre-K. Time is flying a little bit too fast for my liking here. Next year, my little princess will be in kindergarten. Uh, So I'm already looking forward to that. There's a lot coming this way next year. We're going to have an eighth grader in the house, a kindergartner. uh, So it's going to be a lot of fun. Summer is almost upon us here. Please make sure you are sharing this podcast with every father that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the podcast that is celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to jump right into the action now with the toy maker himself, David Ankin. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. You are going to hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to consider becoming a sponsor of First Class Fatherhood, please hit me up with an email, firstclassfatherhood at gmail.com. All right, and joining me now is a first-class father. He is the CEO of Toy Makers Inc. He is a former motorcycle stunt rider, race car driver, and stuntman. He is known for his extreme vehicle creations. His show Toy Makers on the History Channel has caught the attention of millions of viewers. It is a big privilege for me to say, David Ankin, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Man, thanks for having me, guys. All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? Yeah, I have one child. He's uh, 13, getting ready to be 14, and um, he's uh, my world. I don't know what else to say. So. Yeah, David, I got four kids myself. My oldest just turned 13 recently, so we're just at the onset of the teenage years over here. Nice, nice. And he's, uh, i tell you what, he's going on 25, if you ask him. <laughs> yeah, I bet. All right, what type of uh, sports or activities is he into? You know, right now he's dabbled in about everything. He loves soccer. He's played basketball. He, you know, he loves the motorsports. He loves motorcycles. He's tried junior dragsters. You know, he just, I'm trying not to push him any way 
in any shape, of, you know, or any which way. You know, I want him to do what he wants to do. So, uh, you know, I, I think, honestly, it, it's soccer more than anything and uh, anything with a motor on it. So, Yeah, it's one of the challenges and the joys of fatherhood to kind of resist that urge to push them into things that we like and then to really rally behind the new things that they get involved with. No question. No question at all. All right, David, please just take a second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. You know, I've been very fortunate. I'm on the hit TV show Toymakers on the History Channel and FYI. Just finished up our third season. We're moving, working on season four now. Um, so we're all doing, in pre-production. So we'll start filming in probably the next six or eight weeks for season four. But, um, you know, we, we build cars. We build hot rods, uh, motorcycles, trucks, door slammers, race cars. Not much we don't dabble in. I've uh, been very fortunate. And then at least once a year, I build a one-off car that is completely from the ground up, nothing store-bought. We handled the body, the chassis, I mean, every inch of the car. So makes it, a, it makes for an interesting time and, and uh, puts me in a world that I happen to love what I do. So very fortunate. Yeah, that's awesome, David. And the show has had a tremendous success here. Uh, how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? You know, for me, I waited until late in life. I'm in my middle 50s now, and Braden's only 13, and he's a big part of the show. So, um, I, you know, I wasn't a, a big school guy. I, not that I, I have anything against school. I just, it, if it didn't catch my interest, it was hard for me to retain it. So my grandfather was into cars. My father was into cars and motorcycles. I was into cars and motorcycles, and and you know, for me, it was just something I love to do. It's something I was very passionate about. So as I become a father, um, you know, Braden just not, and, and I didn't push him at all. But we don't hire a babysitter. He goes to the shop with me on the weekend. He spends the summer with me at the shop, and and uh, just a natural fit. So I just wanted to try to be the father that my father was to me. So. If I can, uh, if I could be half the father my father was to me, I, I, I will have been a success. So it's, it's a home run for me. He's my best friend, and and um, my son is absolutely, uh, I, I, he's a better man than I'll ever be already. So. Yeah, well said. And how has your son's response been from being on the show? Uh, does he read any of the comments on social media and all that? I mean, has he changed at all since being on the show? I'll be honest with you, I was really worried about that in the beginning and almost didn't do it because of that. But we do a lot of stuff with schools and, and kids less fortunate. I love to deal with, with, with kids in, 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 the, in our industry. But he could care less. He doesn't, he doesn't even, he, to him, he just, just doesn't even realize what he's doing or what the influence is or the impact is. To him, it's just, well, I gotta go to work. And there just happens to be camera guys and sound guys and, and it's it's work for him. I don't think he really understands. Even like we don't sit around. A, I don't watch myself on TV. It's it's horrible if I watch myself on TV. But you know, to him, he doesn't sit and watch himself. It isn't. It's just work. I, you know, it, it's he's he's a good kid. I, I don't say because he's my kid. He's a humble kid. He carries himself very well. He's been around adults his whole life, and he cares. He almost cares too much if, if there's such a thing he's you know so so when i say when, when we watch tv it isn't hey dad we got to go watch toy makers that isn't what he does 
And and to him, he never goes out and says, oh, my God, I'm on a TV show. Oh, my Lord. He, he just isn't that way. To him, it's no big deal, and it's like it's supposed to be that way. Doesn't everybody do that? I mean, it's just no big deal to him. Yeah, very cool. And you mentioned education earlier there. I mean, I'm a mechanic myself. I've been doing it my whole life. I learned it at an early age, but it seems as though the interest in learning a trade is kind of slipping away. Many kids now that are getting their license, they don't even have a clue on how to change a flat tire, which I think should be just a part of their basic driving course. Um, are you seeing that? Are, are you seeing any interest from the younger generation, uh, you know, wanting to get involved with learning the trades in that? No, you're touching on a point that I bring up every day in schools. You know, I do a lot of schools, a lot of young kids. When I was going to school, we had shop classes. We taught somebody to buy something, fix something, and maintain something. Today, we're teaching the youth. There is no shop classes. Nobody has works on their hands. We're taught to buy things and throw it away and replace things. Um, and, and I worry about our industry because it's something that I love and I'm passionate about. And I understand even my son's growing up in a tech age. And, and don't get me wrong, tech is an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. But, you know, but you, you know, I also have neighbors that are 15, 16, 17, 18 years old that don't even think about a driver's license. For me, when I was 14, 15, that's all I could think about was my driver's license. So times are changing. And in, in, in my opinion, if I can help bring the youth and have them a little bit of passion and bring that to the industry and, and my son and his friends and, 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 and bring that to them, maybe we can. I don't know, save our industry. I worry about our industry all the time, you know. Yeah, and you mentioned there, too, about the kids not even wanting to get their driver's licenses. I mean, I drive Uber on the weekends, and that's how a lot of these high schoolers and, and college kids are getting around. And I think the best part of that is that the high school kids and the college kids, they're not drinking and driving, which is very encouraging to see. But uh, once they do get in the car, I do see that breakdown with their communication skills. How do you kind of manage all the technology with your son? Is he on YouTube and social media? Is he playing the video games and all that? How do you deal with it? Yeah, you know, that's the nature of the beast. I fought it early on because I, I didn't understand it. But, you know, I, I realized very quickly that that is the, the times. The times, you know, he doesn't watch TV. He watches YouTube. He doesn't, he doesn't communicate like we did. You know, it's all about a phone or a computer or, or the Internet. And I understand that now. But in the big scheme of things, um, that, that's the society he's raised in. So there has to be a happy medium. We have to be able to, like he still goes to the shop with me on the weekend. He clocks in, he clocks out, he makes, I make, you know, he, he wants to work. He has to do certain jobs at the, the shop. So, you know, it, it's our job as parents, in my opinion, to make sure that he gets, you know, all aspects. And you have to be able to, to work on your car, realize when you bring it to a shop what might be wrong. He has to know, you know, how to, do laundry and cook, you know, food and and do the fundamentals of, of being an adult. I mean, nowadays it's very easy. Like I said, I appreciate too that somebody uses an Uber. That's amazing to me. We weren't that smart as kids. All right, it's time to get an important word from our sponsors, and then back with more from David Ankin. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Let's go, dads. You heard me speaking recently about my daddy-daughter date to see Frozen on Broadway, and it was a night to remember. I bought my tickets on SeatGeek.com and used my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and I saved $20 off my tickets, which I used to buy my daughter a souvenir at the show. 
Right now, baseball season is in full swing. Both NHL and NBA playoffs are heating up. And if you plan on bringing your kids to any live event, go to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and plug in my promo code FIRSTCLASS. One word, FIRSTCLASS. And First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets. It's a slam dunk deal, guys. Go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. Nowadays, it's very easy. Like I said, I appreciate, too, that somebody uses an Uber. That's amazing to me. We weren't that smart as kids. But now, as, as, as traffic is more and more and people are, you know, I, I, I just don't think we have the problems we had that we're having now. So it is great to have an Uber. But at the same time, you know, I, I like the independence. I like to be able to jump in my truck and take off and go. And my son is the same way. But I think they they get that from us. You know, I realize that if my son has a fault, it's not my son's fault. It's something that he's learned from me. Um, and, and, and I learned that very early on in my son's life. So it's my job to make sure that he is the best man he can be. And the only way to make him that way is me be the best man I can be, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. And I'll tell you what, David, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out down the line here between the kids who are growing up just locked in 100% to all this technology and then the kids that are being brought up to kind of avoid it or, or limited with their exposure to it and they're more hands-on with other things. I mean, I mean, let's face it here, the technology is important. It's not going away. It's the way of the future. Uh, but it will be interesting to see how this kind of all plays out down the line. I, I agree with you 100%. It is very important. Is why I don't take it from him. But I do believe you're going to have to, the one thing hands-on teaches anybody is common sense. And, and you have to have some common sense. You have to understand how something works to be good, you know, at a broad, broad number of things. If you just understand how tech works and, and that you can grab it on a phone and figure out what it is, doesn't mean you understand how something works. So I, I think, the more anybody has a broad uh, ability to be able to do a number of things, work with their hands, work with their mind, work with their body, you know, I mean, it makes people lazy to just have information at the touch of their fingers. In my opinion, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong, but for my son, I want him to, I want him to have every avenue he can have to be successful in life. Yeah, very well said, David. How about discipline? What uh, type of disciplinarian are you as a father, and has the show um, had any effect on the way that you discipline your son? No, like I said, the show is, is irrelevant to him. He does not even think of that as anything other than he's got to go to work today. And it doesn't. I film five months a year, so the other seven months he goes to work just like he does if it's the five months. So he doesn't even think about that. Disciplining, uh, you know, I've tried different things. You know, I... I, I there, there's no, I mean, there's a bunch of books, but I don't think anybody, every kid is a tad different. My kid, I realized, is identical to me. You can't make me do anything. You're surely not going to make my son do something. He's stubborn. Um, so he's my son. I understand that. So I, I talk to him like an adult. I think there's consequences if you do something wrong. Um, I don't think I've ever, I, 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 I went after my son one time hard to spank him and totally missed him. Totally missed him. I swatted at him hard. <laughs> and, man, you would have thought I beat the kid to death because he knew I was coming. Um, talk to him like an adult. I treat him like an adult. 
uh, I, I believe in spankings, even though I haven't had to do it with my son, because I that's how I grew up. I grew up, you know, if you if you were if you were dead wrong, and I only had a few spankings in my life, but that's all I ever needed. You know, I didn't need a bunch. <laughs> I learned quickly. My son is the same way. You know, he's he knows what he does, and now he's at the age where I tell him, you know, right from wrong, you can make that decision, but understand. If you do, you know, you might not have that phone tomorrow. You might lose your gaming privileges or, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. But he's, he's a smart kid, and I, and I think if you talk to him like an adult, and he's been treated like an adult since a kid, but that's always been around, so it's been amazing. Yeah, good stuff. And what was the genesis of the Toy Makers show, David? How did that all come about? You know, for me, I had a lot of friends do a lot of television, and, and, and I've been involved in numerous ways over the years. Talked to a number of different producers, had no intentions of doing television, none. Um, and matter of fact, uh, it sort of got talked into it, uh, and it just sort of evolved to develop a brand. I don't have a big 401k. Uh, I had to figure out how I was going to make my future, and so the television show was just a stepping stone to developing a brand, and it's just one of many stepping stones coming. A lot of cool things coming in the future with the digital market and foreign sales and, and, and so many cool things that because of the tech world that we're talking about are growing into, uh, you know, I, I just happen to surround myself with the right people, no... Uh, at least, you know, like I said, when I was, we didn't have a TV when I was growing up. I remember the first TV we got. I remember the first beeper. Remember the first phone. Um, you know, I remember, you know, the tech age coming in. So, you know, just to get ahead of that curve a little bit, and television is just a stepping stone to go to the next stepping stone. It's not the end game by any means. Okay, very cool. Now, do you have a favorite project that you've completed here? Is there a certain car that you built that you really love or you're attached to and it stands out for you? You know what? It's always the next one. Um, I'm already working on season four finale car and already, um, you know, have the blueprints for what I'm going to do for season five finale car. My finale cars take me about a year and a half to two years to build. So we're always way behind. Because they take so everything's hand built. You don't store. You don't store by anything. So uh, and, and then a, a big thing for me is Braden is going to be getting his driver's license in the next year and a half. So I want to spend time getting a car that he wants, slowly disassembling that car and building the car. And I think honestly, I'm really excited about spending weekends, you know, with my son in the garage and just tinkering. Not for the first time in my life to be building something to go fast, but building a future with my son and something that he can always remember and and really put his hands on. So, Yeah, that's awesome, David. All right, last thing I want to hit you with here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? You know what? Um, you, you, you don't know anything. Um, you can't listen to anybody. You gotta just believe, and, and 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 for me, the realization to know that that kid, no matter what you are, what you think of yourself, that kid worships you, and if you say it and you do it, he's gonna say it and gonna do it. So, you know, it, it's to me, it was the greatest thing I've ever 
done. It's 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 the most. I, I can be beat done over life and come home and man, my son come down, give me a big hug, and glad I'm home. And it's amazing. Right? I get up every single morning. Me and my son go to the gym every morning at six o'clock. Get back here at seven. We get you know I get him ready by seven thirty. We go to school every day, and uh, it's my life. And it's the most rewarding thing on the planet. Enjoy it, live it, love it. And, uh, you know, every mistake you're unhappy about yourself, you can fix in your kid, if that makes any sense. I'm not a perfect man. I've never been perfect in my life. But my son is as close to perfect as there is. And it's, I'm so proud of him. He's an amazing kid. Yeah, well said. Great advice. I love the message. Uh, this has been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, David Ankin, you're a first class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Okay, I'm back with some closing thoughts in just a second here. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to David Ankin for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM over on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And then lock it in. We're going to finish off the week strong tomorrow with a Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Former Navy SEAL Dan Luna will be joining me here. And then you've got to bring it back on Memorial Day Monday. I have a very special guest coming at you guys. Larry Brown, the father of fallen Navy SEAL Team 6 operator Adam Brown, a real American hero. He'll be joining me here on Monday, so lock it in. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Truth and